Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And coming up at 10.05, as we had promised last Saturday... <laughs> Uh, Special Agent Connor Phoenix from the FBI will join us. Uh, He's part of the uh, New Haven um, Cybercrime Division and talk to us about what is going on and what they're doing and what they're dealing with uh, when it comes to to cybercrime here in Connecticut. But uh, until then, feel free to get online so that if you want to get your questions in that first hour, 860-522-9842 is the number. And we're not broadcasting on the Facebook still because it turns out Odyssey – we're not Odyssey employees, right? And they revoked any access to post anything on non by non Odyssey employees. But it's okay; we don't mind. I mean, they have to do their security. It's probably a smart move to to go through and see who the heck's posting on their Facebooks. Uh, so until they reestablish our legitimacy, oh. <laughs> we can't post our no. Facebook live broadcast. But no. it is a secu- I mean, blame the IT guys. That's what I'm doing. Oh, oh, definitely. Um, but that's what's going on there. They, yeah, they probably went. Wait, you have not employees on yeah. that. Oh no, gotta get them out. <laughs> so I don't blame them. All right. So what's going on in the news? So hopefully you guys saw this. Uh, FTX, the crypto villain, as they call it, Sam Bankman Fried or Freed, <laughs> is convicted on all charges. Thank goodness. Wow. Um, surprise, surprise. Yeah. FTX was once valued at thirty-two billion actual dollars, based on a bunch of fake money, <laughs> but. Somebody values it at $32 billion, and uh, he was messing around, moving money over to Alameda and right. hiding it from the folks who uh, thought they put their money in FTX. I mean, heck, there were there were referees in the NFL running around with FTX on their shoulders. Oh, yeah, and the uh, Major League Baseball umpires, too. Right. Right, right. Yeah. And they might be the one who I'm thinking of. Um, and so- and they spent lavishly on you know political donations and and uh, all sorts of sponsorships to try to build up his cachet there, and um, he was robbing everybody blind. Not to mention what crypto is by default, right? And he faces 110 years in jail. Whoa! <laughs> so this is we'll see if this uh, you know this this is the thing that really interests me, right? So conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Wire fraud on customers, conspiracy to commit wire fraud on lenders, wire fraud on lenders, conspiracy to commit commodities fraud, conspiracy to commit securities fraud. Again, if you could, if you treat F, uh, crypto as a security, it's kind of an oxymoron as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Conspiracy to commit money laundering, all charges he was wow. convicted on, 110 years. Now, what's your prediction on what he'll actually serve? Uh, he'll be in for maybe one. Yeah, it's even set. You're yeah. even more pessimistic. Than I, me. I'm. Yeah, I one year and one day probably. So if that's the case, Dennis, it really it really pays to be yeah. a criminal. I mean, he was living on high in the hog. I mean, I guess if that is the case, and he's able to just go walk walk scot free and um, steal 
billions of actual dollars from dingalings who think crypto was a thing, um, <laughs> and then gets a year in a federal prison. He better. I I would hope he spends half of his life in federal prison. Well, I I would I would like him to spend his entire life in prison. Yeah, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, you you go away for some he, serious time. Why would you not go away for this? It's, I know white collar crime. I'm sorry. Well, put yeah, them away. That that's part of the issue. What well, white collar crimes are treated inherently different from a lot of other stuff, and it, is not, it makes no sense. Not right, and it allows them. If that's the case, hey, I might go away for a couple of years. Federal crime. That's just crazy. May as well you and I should just create our own coin and start ripping people off. <laughs> I um, would love to. Seems oh, to be no. what people sorry. want to do. No, I know. So what else you got? <laughs> Going well, on there, we Dennis. had a we had a little bit of a banking meltdown yesterday. Yeah, I heard. Well, night before yesterday. Yeah, um, it might have affected your paycheck. Yeah, it it very well could have. Uh, it turns out that there was a uh, a failure of the ACH system uh, to to uh, to de- de- to delineate all the transactions that needed to be posted overnight from Thursday into Friday. Right. All the no when he says all the transactions, uh, he means like all the all transactions around the country, every <laughs> single one. Right. And initially the reports were that this was a Bank of America outage and everybody right. was like, "Oh, Bank of America's out." Right. No, that's not what it was. Right. It was not an outage of any particular bank. No. It was and it wasn't just Bank of America. It was all the banks in America. Right. That were unable to do their ACH transactions overnight because there's some middleman involved. Yeah, there's a there's a company that run, that actually operates the uh, Federal Reserve's uh, ACH or Automated Clearinghouse, and that somebody at that company corrupted a transaction file. And I'm still trying to figure out what is in that file and yeah. what it does. But as far as I can tell, it contains all of the transactions. All, that are supposed to be processed, right? And for a period of time, right? Um, and each transaction is listed in there with with a bank ID and an account ID and right. a whole bunch of other information about it, right? And one of the fields in some of the records in that file were corrupted, right? right. And that's why the processing failed. But some banks had to actually back out transactions because they had begun processing which the you're file, not supposed to be able to and do. some of the transactions yeah were batched within their own systems so right. they had to figure out how to correct that before they could then process the fixed file that it had to get sent out right and ECH <laughs> is not supposed to be able to go in and out it's supposed to be one direction it's one direction that it's intended to be that right. way right uh, and yeah so they had to figure out where they had their error and then back out and start over again with the right. new batch file. Yeah, they had to do something with ACH that it is not designed to do. <laughs> and we talked about what it's, you know, ACH has done this on other numerous occasions. It's not supposed to do this stuff. Yeah, and I wonder, I wonder how many of these failures actually occur. The only reason we know about it, it was so is massive. because it was massive because it took place on a well, it ha- it worked on a, a Friday's transactions, right? Which is going to have a you know millions of payroll deposits, right? Right. What happens if it's like Sunday night into Monday? Yeah, I, we may I, not know. You you wouldn't necessarily hear because it's just not the volume of transactions that would catch public interest. And is there, is this third party the only third party that does this? Uh, Do we know it's the only one that operates the Federal Reserve's ACH. Ah, there are other private ACHs, but gotcha. they process a tiny fraction of. We don't know what this company's name, does. do we? 
Uh, yeah, we do oh, actually. Great. So that means the bad guys do too. Oh, sure. But right. it's called Electronics Payments Net Electronic Payments Network. Mm, okay. All right, so if you didn't get your money in your direct deposit, that was the reason, but hopefully it's been cleared up by now. Oh, it, it's been reprocessed, yeah. yeah. All right, in other news, you might have seen this. The FTC is going after Amazon a bit. Oh, um, really? Yeah, in an unredacted version of the FTC's antitrust lawsuit against Amazon, it, can, it contains more details about Project Nessie. And so yes. basically Amazon was able to extract an extra $1 billion via a price rising algorithm. Everyone mm. has always contended, you know, oh, Amazon's the cheapest. If you just look at Amazon, it's not the cheapest. No, no. Um, I was looking for baking soda for my pool because basically I have a 30,000 gallon of pain uh, behind my house and you got to keep the pH at the right level. And so to try to get baking soda, you could find a, the baking soda, I think, I don't know, 17 pounds or whatever it came into, the, how many pounds it was, for $60, which was ridiculous on Amazon, Ooh. down to what it's worth, like 15 bucks. Whoa! Yeah. So if you look at Amazon and what they're pricing for their products are, you got you got to be careful, right? Because you just they're not always the lowest. And it turns out, Amazon was squeezing a billion extra dollars from folks by using a computer algorithm to inflate prices for certain customer item, consumer items. And what was happening was their competitors were also matching. So the competitors would notice their increasing of their oh, prices, right. and the competitors would say, "Oh, okay, Amazon's cranking this price. I'll do it too." And it turns out Amazon would turn off Project Nessie during their that summer Amazon Day thing, Prime Days. Yeah, yeah, and maybe during like the Christmas holidays. So you know, you didn't really notice that you were a, a frog being boiled um, slowly. So it's been going on from 2016 to 2018. They did a, a billion dollars of extra cash there. Wow. Um, so. You know, you can't really begrudge them. They're using technology to get the, extract the most out of their customers as they can, right? They're in a, they're a retail industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you could look at stores doing the same thing. They might have prices that are X, and then they have their sales. There's, a, you know, the FTC goes after companies who seem to always have a sale. How can you always have a <laughs> yeah. sale if if what are your regular prices? <laughs> um, you know, what's the deal? Where is the actual deal? So they, uh, I'll put this link up here for you guys. But if you're like most people, you realize Amazon may not be the lowest option out there. Yeah. Um, and uh, it turns out they were, were getting us all for an extra billion dollars from just messing with their algorithms. Ouch. So, but that's that's technology, and you got to yeah. make sure you're you got to be an informed consumer to be sure what you're getting is the right price. That's true. What else you got there, Dennis? Well, I have another Okta breach. Oh boy. Okta, if you don't remember, is a service that provides authentication to uh, different companies, services. Uh, they provide like two-factor authentication, some other stuff. Right, security. And their their technical support system was breached. Oh, my goodness. Now, the way that it was breached is very interesting. All right. On a work computer at Okta, mm-hmm. someone opened up Chrome, yep. logged into Chrome with their personal Google ID. Sure. Now. Which happens pretty commonly. Right. And they were doing things in Google, you know, going into different portals that they yeah, use and yeah. stuff. And someone got a hold of that Google account. Right. And then they were able to retrieve passwords and credentials right. and other information even right. on they those were portals that Okta uses to support their own staff. Unbelievable. And 
you know, you just hand the keys to the kingdom. But the ironic part is, is, you know, if you have the keys is one thing, but what about the 2FA? They must not have been 2FA'd on top well, of that? Well, part of what they got was not just credentials, but uh, session tokens. Oh, brother. So they could do what are called replay attacks. Replay attacks. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of the session tokens didn't really have good expiration times. Some right, of them so were like set. some of them were like would last a week or even two weeks, oh which goodness. is way too long. Right. And eh. breached again. Yep. All right. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. So feel free to get online now. This in the in the first hour, if you have any questions of anything, eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And then speaking of concerns, coming up at 10.05, Connor Phoenix from the FBI will be in studio. Special agent. Actually, everybody's special over the FBI. (laughs) Special agent Connor Phoenix will be in, and um, he'll be talking about what's going on out there as far as the the things that you need to be aware of as a consumer, as a business. Mm -hmm. Because there's some serious entities out there. Going after us, and he'll talk about. It. We're not going to try to scare you or anything like that. Just give you some information. Yeah. Uh, so at ten o five, he'll be in studio. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. That's Dennis Halnott, one of the employee owners at TAB. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. It's going to be open this morning until around 10.05, 860-522-9842. And we are not broadcasting on the Facebooks due to the fact that we're not Odyssey employees. <laughs> <laughs> and they have revoked our access for now. We got kneecapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that we did anything wrong. <laughs> Just we, new corporate security policy. Yeah, and we can we can relate to that. True. Also, another news I want to bring up um, real quick is before we go to your calls, whenever you guys get wake up this morning, um, Bristol Brass and Wind is performing this Sunday. Um, they're playing in the Rock Rockwell Theater, which is the old Memorial Boulevard School in Bristol, to honor the veterans. So come on out and uh, catch a – it's a cast of thousands. Well, it's not really a cast of thousands. It's a lot, about a couple hundred, though. There's a lot of us in here performing. And uh, we're at the new Rockwell Theater, the newly re- renovated Rockwell Theater in Bristol. So if you want to you know, come out and uh, support the veterans, uh, the folks that kind of give us our country, really, um, come on out and uh, do that. It's at 3.30 on Sunday, and we're very excited to be doing that. So as we wait for your calls and other news there, Dennis, that we want to chat about, well, well, we've got uh, a phenomenon going on due to YouTube cracking down on ad blockers. A phenomenon? It's a phenomenon. All right. There is a wave of ad blocker uninstallations going on all around the country. Oh, gee. Uh, because people can't watch their YouTube videos with ad blockers anymore. Right, right. Um, Most of them are just 
instead of just disabling the ad blocker for the YouTube site, which right. you can do in many instances, yeah, pretty much Depending, all of them. Really, they're they're that customizable. With, with it, any any ad blocker that's worth having, yeah, right. is going to have a way to allow a site yeah. to be unblocked. Yeah. But at any rate, a lot of people are just uninstalling them completely. Right. Which you know, I get it. Right. Especially if you've actually bought YouTube TV and you want to watch stuff that you paid for. Wait, even YouTube TV is impacted? Well, it's the same website and it's not going to function right. Mm. Anyway, I, I, I only it, watch but, those with apps. I don't watch but, them on that. Well, you, you can on the web. So, yeah. you know, but at any rate, uh, they're just uninstalling it. Now that opens up them to all kinds of mayhem on other websites now because those ads aren't being blocked. Right, and there's lots of ad networks that are used to deliver ransomware and malware yes. to your site right. because, sadly, the Googles don't do a very good job of policing those. Right, and another thing that those ads often host mm. are the browser hijacks that we've talked about right. where the the browser just freezes and shows you this massive warning that your computer's uh, been hacked or you're doing something illegal and call this phone number. Right. And we've already said never call that number. Right. So if you don't have good web defense in place, like we talk yeah. about, which is the open DNS technology, right? Um, and you turn off your ad blocker, you're just making yourself more more exposed to those right. types of things. Right. So this this is this is causing a lot of trouble in a lot <laughs> of places, and it's all because YouTube just did a little crackdown. Right. They're they're like the soup Nazi, right? No soup for you. Well, no no YouTube for you. So basically. Yeah, you know, I mean, again, it makes sense. That's their entire market, right? If you're, sure. YouTube wants, they, I don't know about you, but they constantly ask me, "Hey, do you want to join our try our free pre, our premium service for X oh, number of months?" Oh, I, and it's I like, get that little banner at the bottom all the constantly. time. It's ah, oh, and just that stop. You can either do it that way and avoid your avoid our ads, or you can watch our ads. <laughs> and uh, you know, it makes sense. That's their model, and uh, they actually are able to crack down. I mean, you look at Netflix and what they've been doing with password sharing. They've They've cranked up their uh, their folks' to subscribership now with with that. No more password yeah. sharing. But the whole reason they got out there with with Netflix is because of password sharing. That's true. Right. That was their entrance. Yeah. They they kind of get you hooked, right? They get right. you hooked on the on the addictive stuff, and you're binging whatever. You're they're, binging. they're they're just like the drug peddlers that'll give you the drugs for free, and then right. once you're addicted, oh, now pay, pay me. Yeah. So. Speaking of addiction, we can talk about that, too, with the Facebook thing going on here as far as addiction here in, in Connecticut joining that that lawsuit. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com, and it'll eventually show up on that on that page. It has also been posted over at our Computer Talk with Tab uh, listener network on Facebook. If you want to join that group, feel free to do so. We're going to post all those types of things in that group rather than kind of uh, muck up the uh, Tab Facebook page with all that stuff. So feel free to check that out. And again, Connor Phoenix are coming in at 10.05 to talk about what the FBI is doing to keep us safe from cybercrime. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. Actually, today's Tom Sawyer is actually AI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and watch out, man. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what it's going to do. His mind's not for rent. <laughs> Don't put him down as air again. 
Yeah. All right. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. You have four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. I know it's not raining, so you're doing something outside, so I don't blame you. 860-522-9842 is the number. We don't get too many Sundays that aren't, or Saturdays that aren't raining. So. I know. We really don't. So you might have heard in the news, um, our, our state is going to join 33 other states in going after META. Um, which is, uh, you know, I think the lawsuit talks about it being addictive and harmful to children, and and um, I would agree, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about it. Uh, it's it's yeah. not a healthy thing. Social media, social media is not healthy. Heck, Facebook started out based on a misogynistic approach to judge oh. female women's faces. It's, yeah, you know, Mark wanted to see who the hot coeds were coming in in the freshman class, and they literally would judge their faces. So it had a pretty gross start, but that is kind of, you know, a lot of businesses start all sorts of weird ways. Um, and now we have the Facebooks out there, and, and these, these states are saying it's addictive. Now, fine. Uh, go ahead. Go do your do your best. Go after Meta and prove that it's as bad as smoking, alcohol, gambling, <laughs> um, and drugs. Oh, wait a minute. Our state makes a lot of money on smoking, gambling, gambling. alcohol, and drugs with, right. uh, with marijuana. Yeah. So, is this <laughs> really <laughs> is this really all about trying to save the children, or is this really about another tax? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I, I'm all for it if you can prove it's addictive, which it's not going to be hard. It yeah. is addictive. Are you going to figure out how to tax Meta? And I think that would be an interesting thing, right? Uh, if, you, if you tax it, you make it scarcer. Right. So if, if somehow you and I had to pay $20 to access Meta because there's a $20 a month state tax on, <laughs> on Facebook, A, we'd be flush with cash, in, you, know, <laughs> you know, here in, 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 in Connecticut. Um, and, you know, it, it would be interesting, right? I mean, this is usually the start, right? They, they proved cigarettes were harmful, obviously, and all, they, they taxed the heck out of them. And the state makes a bunch of money. On people who still still choose to smoke, um, so that might be the next step. I mean, I don't think proving Meta is addictive is really going to be real hard. Um, the Probably question, not. I mean, if you're going to find them, go ahead. I mean, we had the big tobacco settlement. Is that did that do anything? I I can't even think it did much, unfortunately, to cessate, no. to stop smoking. No, I mean, it probably didn't. went to our general fund and. Who knows oh it yeah, into. yeah, it, it went into the general funds of all the states that were in that case. Yeah, so. No, does it really go to those solutions? But in this case, you know, more power to you guys. Go after them. But it is, I mean, maybe you want to look in the mirror a little bit. I mean, we're running the state on tobacco, alcohol, gambling. Now we've got, you know, gambling is legalized here with all sorts of sports betting and all that. And now marijuana. And uh, I guess you're going to tax Facebook next. I mean, I guess that seems to be the next approach. I mean, that'd be the next logical step. Let's prove that it's addictive and then let's tax it as a syntax and we'll have a Facebook tax. <laughs> Uh, a Facebook's, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram. I mean, they're all they're right. all harmful. Sure, I every mean, one of them. So let's tax them. I guess that's the direction they're going. So we'll see what happens. Feel free to get online again, again guys. Four lines wide open. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. And we're here to help you out. But maybe we've solved all the problems. We have done that in the past. It has been a morning where we've solved them all. Um, <laughs> yeah, Carol's making sure the phones work because you never know. You know, you never know over here. Um, and then, of course, coming up at 10.05, Connor Phoenix will be coming in. Another thing we wanted to bring up, oh, excuse me, a little phlegmy this morning. 
Boeing confirms a cyber incident tied to the Lockbit ransomware gang. Ouch. Boeing is currently investigating a cyber attack that impacted its parts and distribution business. Ooh. Boeing. And so you're looking at this as, uh, you know, we, we spend a lot of time helping our manufacturing clients become NIST or CMMC compliant. Right. So that their parts, that you know, these primes, Boeing would be considered a prime, would yeah. be sending them to Shopping or or do, you know, coat, special coatings, whatever they're going to put on them, you're trying to protect all this data. Well, then Boeing itself is, you know, (laughs) go after the big guys, I guess. Um, So Lockbit has actually uh, gone after SpaceX, North North American Dental, um, Hmm. and I'm not sure who TSMC is, um, and also starting to hit Apple as well. Um, So Lockbit's a, it's a a ransomware gang, and uh, they are well organized and uh, out there to make some money. And they've gone after sure. Boeing, so there's they've confirmed the attack. We don't know what the attack entails, um, but we'll put a link out there for you to read the story. We have callers. Somebody's here Ooh. with a problem. I guess we didn't solve all Hooray. the problems, and we'll see what uh, Joe and Berwin's got cooking. Hey, Joe, what's up? Good morning. Morning. I finally cut the cord. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I wanted to say was, um, uh, I was getting uh, Paramount Plus and discovery discovery plus and uh i come to find out that i i tried this a year ago and i got the youtube tv and um i was having problems getting to the stations and stuff like that yeah but now i with the um peacock the two things i do watch on the national or the regular networks I can get on uh, Peacock or Paramount Plus, right. so I don't need YouTube TV, okay. which is seventy-two dollars oh. a month. It's getting you know? pricey. Seriously, it's getting pricey. Oh. Yeah, so I'm I'm streaming the other ones and uh, less than uh, YouTube TV. Yeah, nice job. And uh, uh, one of the questions I do have is: Is there a good TV guide? Because I'm getting so much stuff, and I don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> well, yes, it is. Um, a lot of the different kinds of streaming devices, like a Roku or Nvidia Shield, will have like a search service that you can launch from their home page. Mm-hmm. That's probably the closest thing. There's okay. something else. It's called Just Watch, and you can look things up there. But again, it's a search service. It doesn't. It doesn't show you like a grid of what's going to be on when, um, okay. or, and I don't think they do a good job of telling you when something is going to be released, right? Like the next season of Stranger Things or whatever you might be looking forward to. Yeah. But if something is on that, a service, you can find it. Yeah, there was an on. I think it was on TV tonight. Was something I found, but uh, uh, it had. Ad blockers or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other, I do have the in Video Shield yeah. uh, Pro. Nice. Uh, can you uh, record on it? On it? No. no. Um, you know, no that's... They, I saw on the site where you could hook up a hard drive to it, but USB. But I didn't know how the record stuff 
Well, that I have to look into that. I know. Well, that's you're. I did hear that too. There is an area to add content or maybe store content, um, but that also could be for like when you purchase movies, when you purchase things, you may be able to place it to that to that hard drive. But a DVR oh. function, I'm not sure exists. I yeah on on Roku, there are a small number of Roku models that have USB ports. Yeah, but with those, you can only like read. Um, Movie files, content. Like right. if you've got a streamed file on a USB stick, right? You oh, can okay. watch it with the Roku, right? But it's not, it's not, it doesn't have a DVR function. I'm not sure about the Nvidia Shield, right? And that, oh, okay. and that's backed again to how these guys work, right? TiVo existed. I'm not sure they're still around, but they existed because they could do all that. They could take the whole channels and they could record it all for you. And that's what YouTube TV says they'll do. Go ahead and go ahead and record your stuff. We'll take care of it. So there's that extra value they're trying to throw in there for you. But I, third party DVR, I haven't I haven't looked up. It could exist, but and you know okay. what? Look, maybe TiVo still exists where you can actually get an app on your device, your Shield, where you could tell it to record things. That could be a thing. I'm not saying uh-huh. it is, but it could be. Well, okay, okay. And then the other thing was. Um, um, on the History Channel, uh, they do not, you can't get the current season unless you're tied into uh, Verizon or one of the, uh, there was like seven different things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I you have to. This, yeah. uh, Philo is only $25 a month, mm-hmm. and that was on their list. So I had ended up getting that just to be able to uh, watch the, current uh, uh, seasons on History Channel. All right. So you kind of built together, built your little uh, cut-the-cord approach and saved a lot of money, I'm sure. Yes. So it sounds like you yeah, got It was over $300. Now it's down to 127 I think. Nice job. Well, less than half. Pretty yeah. good. All right. Well, congratulations. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Thanks for checking in. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Now we can afford his electricity here in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to step out for a quick break. I see Connor Phoenix is in the green room, so we're excited to, s- to talk with him. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. AJ, hang on. We'll be right back. We want to get your update. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and uh, Agent Phoenix, special agent, Agent Phoenix, is in studio. So we're excited to talk with him at 10.05, so stick around for that. But before we get to that, let's get to your, your calls. You're nice enough to join us this morning. We're going to go to AJ in South Windsor with an update. What's happening, AJ? Well, good morning. Good um, morning. I, I called last week and about a, uh, a temperature problem with my iPhone. And uh, I went to the Genius Bar, and the Genius Bar didn't wasn't much help. Ooh. They said to call the um, call the home. I don't know. Call say home office. All right. You know, you could go on. So I did, and uh, they said that if um, if you see a uh, temperature gauge icon come up on your uh, phone, then you've got a temperature problem. All right. But th- it, it, that didn't happen. The only thing was. Uh, it was hot to the touch in the top right hand corner. Right. I mean, really hot. So the, they're so back it, to you're holding it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. So uh, I said, I said, there's been no problem since then, and uh, it's charged and all that, and I'm using it. Right. And uh, so they said, well, everything seems okay. So, uh, <laughs> so then, then I had another problem, which was much more annoying. Annoying. Yeah. With my browser Safari. 
I couldn't de- remove or delete any items on the history page of it mm. uh, because the uh, the uh, the delete uh, window was uh, was grayed out. So I went to the this Genius Bar again, and they they uh, they did a real uh, Rube Goldberg thing for me. Yeah. They they couldn't fix it. They uh, took the um, Sonoma, which was the latest operating system, off, turned it to factory settings, and then rebooted it to Ventura, which was the previous operating system. Yeah. So here I have a new computer, and I can't use the latest operating system. So they said, well, wait a few weeks, and then try putting Sonoma back on. I did. Same problem came back. Went back to the Genius Bar. They said, we can't help you. Call the home office or whoever. I did yesterday, and it was fixed within a matter of uh, minutes. And it had something to do with something turned on screen time. I have the case number now, and I'm trying to figure out how to get the the, uh, report on exactly what I did. You know, you're on the phone, and you're saying do this and click that and all that and and restart. The bottom line is, Genius Bar isn't all that genius. <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. say not. So the thing about IT now nowadays is logic is gone. Um, when, when Jenice and I started in this business, we, we would use logic to solve our problems. We and still do. We, we try to. But unfortunately, there is no logic because it's not <laughs> logic anymore. I mean, they actually said, right. they said, we can't fix your problem. We're going to depre- bring you back to an older operating system, and that'll solve your problem because we can't fix this problem. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, and then they said, yeah, and then they said, wait a little bit and upgrade it, and you have the same problem. So clearly that wasn't the issue because the guys did have an answer. So they, did, they, didn't, they weren't trained properly. They didn't know where to look for the answer. There was no logical approach. To, I mean, I'm trying to defend the geniuses a little bit. There mm-hmm. was no logical solution or there was no FAQ that helped them figure out why that was grayed out. But somebody mm-hmm. knew it. Yes. You know, you got to the right person. Yeah. And that's the issue in IT these days. It used to be much more uh, straightforward, simple, and logical. You could solve these issues. But now the software is such a mess, no matter who's writing it. Yeah. And where to find the answers is also a bit of a mess. Um, depending on what you Google or what you Bing or what you what your internal systems are, you, who knows what kind of answer you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and do you have any thoughts gonna, on what that would be? Well, one thing that I've noticed is that when you try to research a problem, yeah, sometimes you're going to get different results based on time. For instance, if you're trying to control Microsoft 365 tenant through yeah. PowerShell, right, which a lot of us do occasionally, mm-hmm. yeah. if you look that up, you're going to see different procedures because five years ago that Microsoft had a procedure to do it that is not the same as what it is now. Mm-hmm. But nobody is even telling you that. Right. A lot of the articles that tell you how to do it don't even have dates on them. So right. There's no way for you to know what's current. Right. And it That's just a becomes point. a morass and you can literally go down a rabbit hole trying to figure stuff out. Right. And it's all because there's just dated information that you have no way to know yourself is dated. Good point. You, you just don't know. And then, of course, the end user, you, AJ, are, are wondering why we're not geniuses anymore. Right. Well, it's because we have no access well, to the data. I, and if Microsoft would stop changing stuff yeah. for the sake of changing stuff, that would make our lives 100% better instantly. Yeah. But, but I sort of understand because in my professional career, I was deeply involved in structural failures, field structural failures, 
Some that even were fatal. Mm-hmm. But uh, and what we always did was we did a postmortem and, and lessons learned so that we could at least document it and see if something came up again that was similar, we would have some idea what we might do. Right. So when I, when I uh, finish my walk again, which I'm doing now, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the Apple store and, and report what happened so that they may... You know, that is a very nice thing to do, AJ. It is. Sadly, yeah. they have no way to input that into a system. I, I, I would doubt that they could even take that information and digest it, right? even within their well, store. I, the, the actual people that you're going to talk to might thank you. but And that person will have the right answer now. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know how they would get even get it around inside their own store. No. Well, I, I have the case numbers ID. No, I, I appreciate what you're doing it's oh, just it, you're just it, expecting too much um, of these systems I think you're right. <laughs> we can't get that to happen for Microsoft yeah. you coming in there and helping the guy the geniuses I mean aside from talking with them and they're probably nice folks uh, they're not going to be able to ingest that at all yeah one one, one last thing or well, two things uh, in the meantime before I got the Safari fix I was using brave yep that's a good, good. solution okay. that's great yeah. And the other thing is, I get a lot of comfort in listening to you guys. Well, I'm, I'm happy you <laughs> Thank do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank you, AJ. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. You got it. Yep. Bye-bye. I'll be listening. Sounds right. good. Bye. Um, you know, it's it's nice that a guy like AJ would try to help the geniuses out. Yeah. But this industry is a mess. I yeah. mean, it, finding information that's reliable quickly is becoming, to Dennis's point, Yeah. It's just a disaster. It is. And and it's getting harder and harder to do it. Microsoft, Apple, all these companies, all these manufacturers, you can you can go to their main sites and you can't even find basic information about how to set up basic things. Mm. Um it's it's a problem. And of course it it lends back to the issue of cybersecurity and cyber attacks when guys like us are trying to locate the information and and protect folks and you can't find the procedures. Right. So no matter what partnerships you have with the vendor. Yeah, and we've all had experiences where we work with somebody at Microsoft or another company like that where there's one guy in this whole company that knows how to fix what you're doing. Right. And he's there. He knows it. But what can he do to get that out to the rest of the company? It just doesn't happen. No. So So many companies are guilty of it. So before we go... to the top of the hour here, uh, I just want to let you guys know, uh, Connor Phoenix is in studio He's from the uh, New Haven uh, uh, division of the uh, cyber, uh, New Haven division of cyber uh, d- cyber defense, or how would how would you want to say it there, Connor? How would you say that division? We are the uh, New Haven field office, so the FBI has fifty six field offices, and we're one. One for cyber, but you're purely in cyber. I'm yes, I supervise our cyber squad. Yes. So we'll be talking with Connor about what his squad is doing to help us and what we, sh- we should be looking out for when it comes to cyber security, uh, the, the scams that are going on out there, and what the FBI is trying to do to, to keep us safe as best they can, uh, because it's a big job. It's a huge job. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be on. And everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. Over, it'll get to the uh, live links eventually for you. And Mike G has posted it over to the Computer Talk with Tab listener network on Facebook until we have to tax you because it's going to be a syntax at some point. <laughs> um, it'll, be, it'll be there for you. All those links are there. Of course, if you follow us on Twitter or X or whatever you call it, uh, th- those links will get there as well over at Tab Computer Sys. 
Uh, so stick around. Um, we're excited to have Connor, uh, Special Agent Phoenix, in the studio to talk about what we need to do to be more vigilant as people working with IT, working with IT, companies, individuals, dealing with all the cyber attacks that are out there. Because literally, when you're on the internet, you're right next to the bad guys. Yeah. You're, you're right up against they're, them. Yeah, they're, they're almost in the same room with you. Yeah. Whereas in the old days, you try to avoid the neighborhood. This neighborhood is like literally on top of you. <laughs> so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, so stick around. We'll be right back.